0: Ladies and gentlemen, Xavier Antonio, you are welcome to another episode of the In Conversation podcast. I'm excited to be in the room today. Uh, Been trying to get this brother in all month. He finally, finally been able to make it. Ladies and gentlemen, Amir, secure is in the building. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Man, appreciate you being here, bro. So, man, you got, you got, you got, you kind of like one of those, um, I almost want to say hidden Gems in a way, you know what I'm saying? Like you got all this value, there's all these things that you do that a lot of people they see you and if they know they know, you know what I'm saying? But but there are people who really who may not be as tapped in, you know what I mean, to understand just how impactful Um, you are and your story is so like one thing is that people might not necessarily know when they see you because you're such a a well-kept and intellectual brother you know what i'm saying Is that you actually had spent some time away about about 18 years yeah uh
1: back in 2000 no 1999 1998 a couple couple people i knew associates we did some things and
0: you got into some trouble. <laughs> got into some trouble, right? <laughs> that, that cost was, you. in
1: in a the, the time of in a time of Jahaliah ignorance. Mm. It was, you know, and uh, yeah. I went to prison for eighteen years when I was eighteen years old. Uh, came home when I was thirty six.
0: And yeah. man, that, man, that, and and that, that's such a long time, man. Like to to because I mean, at eighteen, you know, you kind of know who you are you got some ambitions some things that you want to do in life probably got all these plans um make a mistake caught it with the wrong people and to, to even be sitting in a chair in here you, you're going to wait for 18 years yeah that is devastating uh, you know i'm just the sound of that right? <laughs> right you you get out now before you got out did you have a plan already or some things that you wanted to do for yourself 2007 Mm-hmm. is when
1: I really started thinking, like, I got to start doing some different different stuff in here. Yeah. This ain't, the stuff I've been doing ain't been working out. I so was I'm a
0: troublemaker, bro.
1: Like, bro, a troublemaker? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the total opposite of what, uh, what, when you was like, oh, you probably got into, no, I was the one that was getting people into this stuff. I yeah. was the, you know, the knucklehead, the hardhead, the one who was really trying to fit in. It wasn't mm-hmm. the wrong crowd, because you got choices in that stuff. I could have mm-hmm. went another, and, you know, but I chose to. You know, yeah. kick it and do this and do this and and be involved in this stuff. So, it was like, at a certain point, it's like, damn, this shit, it ain't working. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm tired of this. Yeah. So in
0: 2007,
1: I said I gave myself a five year plan for when I was going when I got released, and it's crazy. This this plan was plotted out in 2007. If you go back and look at some of my old posts, mm-hmm. you can see I hashtag five year plan. Five year plan. This went back to two thousand sixteen when I came home. Like when I every time I posted, I post five year plan, five year plan, Mm. five year plan. So yeah, I went in with a with a I came home with a goal, bro. Like yeah. really with a goal and a
0: focus. Yeah. So those who don't know, he's a uh, he's a barber, um, and not only that, he's a homeowner, um, and he's always involved in community organizing um, in some type of way. Whether it's giving free cuts at the block party, um, him and a couple of guys put together their own. Annual event, you know, what I'm saying so we're gonna talk about that in just a second yeah. um, But this is definitely a brother with ambition um, and, and dreams right. and it's just looking looking for multiple ways to just get back to the community um, And so when we talk about you being a barber from you you got this license while you were away um, You get out you start barbering with you know, what I'm saying at a shop somewhere and own your five-year plan um, was owning a barbershop a part of that five-year plan? Yeah, yeah, I'm owning my own. Yeah, so here you are now, like, owning your, your, your own bar, mm-hmm. uh, barbershop, you know what I mean? So what would you say to people who feel like, not even necessarily people who go to jail and get out, but just anybody who feels like the, the, where they are is where they're always going to be? Change got to come from within, I
1: think, bro. It, it, it's a certain point where you just got to be tired of doing the same thing and not accomplishing nothing. You got it's it's a point where you just like, I'm tired of this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And at that point is when I was like, it's it's time for me to do something different. Yeah. It's time for me to reinvent myself. You know, as it, yeah. to say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because what I was doing wasn't working. So I'm like and I wanted to give back so I was really tapping in. I had this plan to really tap in with people in the community when I came home. That was all part of my five year plan and I did that. So when I came home, I think maybe I believe it was you was like one of the first people I tapped in with that was doing community stuff. You we was doing a poetry at oasis. So I was like, okay, bam, I'm tapping in with my tapped in with bro and and that opened up doors for me to be involved with other stuff
0: five years from 2016 would have been 2021 right Mm -hmm. you kind of you you accomplished a whole lot of things like ahead of your ahead of your schedule right you know what i'm saying and that's really the point i want to make you actually ended up kind of like starting your own community event of course in partnership with some people called the uh the the freedom cookout right and this is I, i don't know if this is a thing that's that other people are doing um around the world or anything like that i don't know if it's been on the news uh, but this is definitely one of those things that i feel deserves a lot of recognition yeah. just for what y'all are doing it's definitely something that if, if y'all could package you know even do yourselves around the country you know what i'm saying like we got to figure out a way to make it a little bit bigger but the freedom cookout let's let's talk to the people about what the freedom cookout is or, or even start how did it start
1: was well, so originally, you know, me getting involved in the community was, was a was a go, and getting involved and getting involved with the right people mm-hmm. was like motivation for me to be like, man, let me do something for where I came from. We we started out. It was me, a friend of mine, Bart, Katie, Xavier, Terence. And we just all got together, like man, we just finna cook. Let's go to the park. We cook. We just called each other. It was just some random stuff. We called each other. Oh, we finna go cook. Go cook. So we went, had a cookout, inviting more people. Hey, we down here at the park. Few people
0: came. Now, all of these guys that you start with, like they all of them, they all of them had this some time. Yeah,
1: all of us, all of us was uh, are formerly incarcerated, but we 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 pretty much uh, uh, formed a, a kinship. Mm. Through that, through that trauma—that's what I call it. We, right. we a bond through trauma. We bonded through trauma. Mm. So, being in prison is just some traumatic stuff for anybody, Absolutely. especially doing a lot of time. Yeah. And the, the originators of it, we all did like double digits. All of us did at least ten years
0: or better. Right. And so that would explain why it, it, it's it. So y'all started – at that time that y'all have a name for it, y'all. Just like we just getting together, we just finna have a cookout, and we finna invite some other people to come partake.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it wasn't nothing like a plan. Okay, we're gonna call it this. It wasn't none of that. It was just, hey, hey, let's go. We to go cook at the park, bro. Come on. Hey, call such so, such. So, see if you wanna come cook. See if you wanna come eat. So it started like that. It wasn't nothing. Until to the third year is when we really focused on a name and expanding it to mm-hmm. more people. Like we like we see this vision. Like we we, we create this network of, of formerly incarcerated people. Mm-hmm. And it's motivation for other formerly incarcerated people because some of us are successful like a lot of us own businesses right a lot of us own multiple homes a lot of us uh wrote books authors it's a lot of us is doing man. great stuff out here yeah so we like we can make this like a, a place where guys can come this that was locked up to get some information to get some resources because all of us got resources right so we said so we like man let's make this an event we can do this every year
0: so let's talk about food there's gonna be some some barbecue happening barbecue and uh so i got a question is it going to be like options for people who may be vegetarian or pescatarian? Yeah, we got, we, like got
1: a, we got a griller that's cooking just for the, for the non meat eaters. We got a griller cooking for the meat eaters. <laughs> that just so sounds funny. The non meat eaters. Yeah, for the non we got people. That's <laughs> so the vegetarians,
0: for the, the pescatarians, right, and all the other terriers. For the savages <laughs> to eat meat, and the one and
1: the and the and the, and the brothers that don't eat meat, right. I call them savages. You no. Know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a savage man. Savage. You, know, yeah, I'm a <laughs> you know. um— so there's gonna be some great food and some great options, uh, and so then you resources, also, mental, resources, health resources, resources so um, mental health
1: resources, housing resources, mental health, housing, housing resource, educational resources. Yes, sir. Fa- the Fatherhood Initiative is gonna be there. Oh, that's what's up. That's major. That's big. Um, WCS is yeah. one of the sponsors. The Fatherhood Initiative. We got multiple sponsors this year. Yeah, it's man, crazy. It's,
0: the, 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 you know, just starting out, just thinking like, man, we just getting together to cook, whatever, celebrate us. You know what I'm saying? What we've been through, and then. You do it again. The second year, is like, oh, we just doing it again because we did it last year. And it's like, oh, no, this is a thing. This, is a, this thing. is a thing. And not only is it a thing, but now we're we getting sponsors and, and all these other people paying attention to getting bigger and it's getting bigger. That's what's up. With you start being a, like starting your business at the barbershop? From my understanding, you initially were just inv- invited to be an owner, um, but because of whatever reasons... Um, you took more of a just a, a manager role. Yeah. And you know, you manage it, you basically running it, you know what I'm saying? You just don't have the actual owner title to right, share. Right. But then something tragic happened. And you wanna talk about that real quick?
1: Uh yeah, well uh, a friend of mine, Alan Grant, he was one of the Milwaukee Flyers. He was one mm-hmm. of the origi- originators of the Milwaukee Flyers. Yeah,
0: A.K.A. Wood, shout out to yeah to
1: Wood and his family. Yeah, Wood do it all. Yeah, shout out to the family, rest up Wood. Long live to go. And uh so um he passed in uh twenty twenty
0: one,
1: you know, shortly after, maybe a year after the shop was open, and um violence in Milwaukee, man, you know, it's just the violence in Milwaukee. Yeah. And that's the type of stuff that I be trying to avoid. Right. And it was so close to home, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like devastated. I was just like, "Damn!" So he he uh, left all this stuff in the shop and left the shop. It's like I don't want to let it go. You know, yeah. I want to keep it for him.
0: Yeah. So I'm this like, is this is your way of like you know keeping his dream and his ambition alive. Yeah. Um, and so you're an owner of it now, and, and not just keeping his dream and his ambition alive, but as you stated, like even from the beginning, he he. he kept hollering at you about, man, you need to come be an owner with me or whatever. So this is somebody who we could say believed in um, providing opportunity to others. Somebody who believed in creating economic, economic opportunities and us as, as black people creating our own economic opportunities. And so, and I, so I feel like you're keeping the spirit of that alive with your plan and, and and what you want to do with the barbershop, uh, with the, you know, offer an opportunity for other people to own it, too. So you want to talk about that? Right? He
1: was a person that gave back a lot. He used mm-hmm. to do all types of stuff in the community as well. So it's like I can open it up for other entrepreneurs to come in and make money right. instead of it just being, you know, it's a it can be a hub for us to just to make money out of. Yeah. So I was inviting barbers, stylists, whoever, a commitment for a year you come work in the shop for a year you pay your pay booth rent and all that type of stuff after your year you become owner you get signed on to the business and now you actually a business owner you paying bills and not paying booth rent yeah you know what i'm saying but it's that commitment that because a lot of people don't have that commitment a year commitment is a long time for some people yeah uh, some people don't see a year from yeah. now some yeah. people only seeing three months four months five you if you're seeing uh, five years or six years or ten years you can see the, the opportunity that's in that. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, y'all, listen, this is how you recognize, like, a lot of the real ones who, you know, this man had a five-year plan when he got out. He accomplished um, most of it, you know what I'm saying, Bu- buying property, starting businesses, um, being a part of the community, giving back to the community, and he's continued to do that. And so he's continued to do that by providing an opportunity to his other borrowers to not be renters but to be owners. Um, and then he's giving back to the community with a group of other with other, with other men, uh, strong black men who are standing up in our community with the Freedom Cookout um, that they're doing every year. And again, this one is June 24th. So y'all definitely want to make sure y'all are there. It's between 1 and 7 at um, Estra Book Park. And then also, you know, this guy supports other people, events, black parties, festivals, all of that, where he does free haircuts and so on and so on. So if you have never had the opportunity to have a dialogue with Mr. Amir or seen him or whatever, get used to seeing him because this is one of the brothers that we want to make sure we keep on y'all timeline because he's tapped into a lot of positive things, you know what I'm saying, in the community. And we just will we, we'll never not need to see that, you know what I'm saying, sure. uh, in our community, each one, uh, each one, man. So thank you for your time today, Mr. Amir.
1: Indeed, you know, bro. Man. I appreciate What's you, up,
0: man. man. Indeed. Yes, sir.